Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy podcast that is back from vacation. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. got married uh not two weeks ago or something it feels yeah. like a lot longer ago like yeah. not in a bad way or anything no, just it feels like a long time ago been a while yeah so i got back from honeymoon uh we haven't done this for a couple weeks no but because it's, of the whole wedding it's gonna thing. be seamless yeah Absolutely hopefully seamless i mean from the listener perspective this should just go up as normally scheduled right we're really breaking the fourth something. wall i guess the curtain yeah pulling back pulling the back i guess you don't break it you don't break the curtain i mean you could what's your curtain made of rigid yeah <laughs> sounds like more of a wall this is season six episode seven once more with feeling Woo! we made it friends we did indeed make it now this is a very important episode of buffy the vampire slayer it's the best episode of buffy the vampire slayer yes by basically all accounts pretty much i would say when aired this episode was i think 48 ish minutes long i've heard you said 50 that the wiki says 50 that could be incorrect the copy i watched was only 48 and it included all the things anyway Mm. the the reason i'm talking about this is because netflix in the states used to have a garbage syndication version which was cut down to like 38 minutes then they updated it in the States to be the correct one. Canada never got that, but then the States lost their Netflix. So, so we just we... still have the shitty syndication version. Right. Yeah. Which is not what we watched because we're not garbage humans. So I have a list here of most of what was cut out. Oh, good. So I started to watch the Netflix one because I didn't know mm-hmm. before watching it what was going to happen. So uh, it starts... There's no overture mm-hmm. t- to begin with. Then I think it's pretty much fine through the first song. Then we get into I've Got a Theory. They cut that off after Anya sings about bunnies. So that cuts off basically like half of the song. Also the point of the song yes. because it's the resolution of the song. And then they can't have any of the dialogue that happens after the song. Because it all references that bit. Yeah, right. Because... Buffy's like, so how do we beat this thing? And Charles is like, I thought you said it didn't matter. And that never happened. <laughs> right. So if she... Yeah. So it goes straight from bunnies to them being like, that was weird. Anya then says, maybe it's a spell. And Dawn walks in. Ah. And then they, for some reason, cut Dawn's joke about giving birth to a pterodactyl. Mm. For whatever reason. Gotta cut all the time out, right? And at that point, I was like, okay, I'm done with this. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even get part of this. So they cut parts of the dialogue between Sweet, Buffy, and Dawn. I, in here, it doesn't say that they cut Dawn's dance out, but I've definitely read that mm-hmm. before because, I mean, yeah, it's not. Dawn does a dance. It's silent. It's called she Dawn's Ballet. to get away. Sort of. Kind of. Yeah. It doesn't, nothing happens really, it's a dance. though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they cut out. Dawn's repetition of the line from the gift. Mm. Which is pretty important, I think. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> it's rough stuff, man. Hmm. So, apparently, Joss had wanted to do a musical episode since the first season. Right. But while they were on the other network, they were like, no, you're not doing a musical episode. And so, this is the first season on UPN, first mm-hmm. of two, and UPN was okay with it and 
let him have a 50-minute episode, yeah. which is pretty crazy. That's pretty great. It also brings us into our first segment. All right. Musical episode. Next time on a very special Clone High. The whole thing's a friggin' rock opera. Okay, yeah. This is not an isolated phenomenon. <laughs> no, a uh, bunch of shows do a musical episode. This is the one for Buffy, but Community had a good one that was making fun of Glee. <laughs> Futurama had a good one. Season four, the final episode of season four as aired, which was at the time expected to be the final episode of Futurama ever aired oh. because it got picked up like years later. Right, I remember that. The Devil's Hands are idle playthings, right. and it's a fucking musical, <laughs> and it's amazing. Uh, mm. Clone High has a magical rock opera yes. musical episode. Jack Black in that one. Jack Black is in is. that one. Yes, he is. Scrubs has a musical episode. Scrubs has a musical yep. episode. Right. Guy Love. Uh, I believe that Xena has a musical episode. Because you were Cause saying that. I think we discussed that, yeah, it earlier on the You saying on pod, Hush. Yeah. Hush right. was planned to be the musical again. But Xena did a musical episode, so they were like, like, oh, "Oh, not right now. Too similar. (laughs) Bad timing. Bad timing. Uh, Of course, Battlestar Galactica had the famous one. Are you fucking with me? Oh, yeah, of course. Can (laughs) you imagine? You were making a fucking with me face. (laughs) Which, I mean, I could discern because I'm looking at you. Yeah. (laughs) But Battlestar Galactica just like (laughs) fucking Adama, (laughs) Saltai, the... Salty old captain. Just, it would be such a downer musical. <laughs> oh, it would be. Oh, man. People would die in that episode. That's for sure. Did we look this up or are we sort of naming things that we know that have musical episodes? Naming things that we know that have them. I have to imagine that there are a lot of shows that have done this. Yeah. Because it's sort of a nice thing to do once. Well, I was really expecting you to chime in with some Riverdale bullshit here. <laughs> no, we don't, we don't talk about that. Have they done a musical episode? We don't talk about it. <laughs> it is the worst musical episode I have ever seen of a television series. I forgot series. about that. I, it's so bad. Something keyed in my brain because you like River, Riverdale because you're a garbage human. And so sure. <laughs> I was like, oh, Mikhail is going to They're not in high up. school. Jughead's like 21. It's totally fine. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm so old. But yeah. Right. And you think, this Riverdale stuff, this is campy and silly. It's going to have a musical episode. That sounds super fun. And then the music is all garbage. Mm. Ugh. This is a great musical episode. Once more with feeling. I mean, best episode of Buffy, but it's got such legitimately good songs. I love these songs. I've been singing them for about a week now, and that did not stop at all. So the way that the Buffy Phenomenon website works... However they've done their sort of amalgamation, they, there's a number of points that each episode is given that represents the average ranking that each episode received with 144 representing what would be a unanimous, unanimous first place ranking and one would be unanimous last place. Okay, so 144 good, one well, yeah. bad. So once we're feeling has 121.5 points. Dang, that's a lot of points. So that's pretty good. But that also means that there are places, somewhere on the internet presumably, where it is not ranked as the best episode. Mm -hmm. So to give you a little bit of an example, the second episode on this list is Hush. It has 114.31. So like seven behind. Yeah. And then it's a little bit closer after that. Like The Gift has 112.97. Becoming Part 2 has 111.73. And then The Body has 105.12. And so those are like top five. That's a radio station, isn't it? (laughs) I don't know. That's Radio WTTH. Yeah, 105.12. I don't think things... No, things are supposed to be four digits on the fucking radio. No, we'd be 121.5. WTTH. Yeah. Yeah. 
We're not going to remember that. No, not at all. Nope, Absolutely not. Doesn't sound like us. Anyway, I'm fucking hyped for this episode. I watched Woo! it in a way that was totally legal, as did you. You have your DVDs, and I borrowed them and played the DVD <laughs> on one of my many devices in my home that are capable of playing DVDs in this The Year of Our Lord 2018. I have at least three, so... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why you have your garbage zero. laptop that's like five inches thick. It's beautiful. I think Stu's laptop also plays oh, them. Oh boy! And the, the PS4 plays them. Ugh. It's not my fault you don't play normal video games like a normal human being. My Chromecast does not play DVDs very well, but the other devices in my home all play DVDs incredibly well, which is how I watched this episode. <laughs> You're such a self narc. <laughs> like I just. <laughs> I'm covering for myself. Don't he... blow this. <laughs> I'm winking, listeners. <laughs> Excellent. Winking in a very legal way. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, I just don't want to know what that looks like. Oh. <laughs> okay. So we get into this episode. We've got the wonderful overture as we're doing this. It's initially the credits, right? Which is fun on the moon. So because I watched this, I watched the first five minutes on Netflix. I got it previously on. Okay, I didn't just choke on anything, it's and fine. In that previously on, I had, the, this is my first note, is all caps, Willow, you are using too much magic. <laughs> Willow, you are using too much magic. <laughs> ah, yes, the yeah. too much magic drop. Too much drop. magic drop, yeah. So I, I had to bring it up. <laughs> Fantastic. Speaking of, Tara finds the uh, wonderful forget-me-totes flower. Yeah, And no, she's like, sure. oh, it's so pretty, I love this. And she p- pins it on her... So this is the last time I'm going to bring this up, Uh but because they skipped the overture, at no point does it show Tara finding that flower. She just has it pinned onto her body. She just has it pinned on, and then it's very confusing that all of a sudden it's just there, (laughs) and she just kind of looks at it suspiciously, (laughs) and you're just like, who watched this episode and thought that this made any sense? Okay, I am done now. But yes, the actual overture is lovely. <laughs> Are the rest of our episodes like okay? I know we've had some fan feedback being like, people hey, have your told episodes us, may not be great. Yeah, people have told us not to watch Netflix. And I think that the general rule is that some of the episodes have small things cut from them. Mm-hmm. Because I remember one episode where something strange happened that didn't... Oh, you know what it is? Remember how they just seem to suddenly know that the box of Gavrock had a bunch of spiders in it. Yes. Yeah. I have to imagine that that was a syndication thing. Oh my God, probably. Right? Because that's such a weird plot hole for them to suddenly just have that information and for it not to be shown. But then someone at some network was like, you know, this scene, we don't need this scene. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. Okay, so our first song proper is Going Through the Motions. Every single night, the same arrangement, I go out and fight the fight. So this is Buffy, slaying vampires, killing demons in a graveyard, doing what she does best, breathing in a ton of dust. Oh god, I didn't appreciate <laughs> the dust she's breathing. Uh, so I've got a picture. Oh, excellent. Because I really felt like this was, I think intentionally, a return to form mm. for Buffy. So I've called it cross necklace return. Because Buffy is wearing some an outfit that really kind of calls back to the first season for me. Okay. Because she's got this huge cross necklace. Yeah. And I do feel like she sort of used to wear an oversized leather angels. Oh, it was angels yes. coat. Oh, the garbage yes. coat. Right. So I looked at this and I just felt very first season-y and she's yeah. in the graveyard. She's doing her thing. And I mean, I miss the cross necklaces. They're such a yeah. good weapon, you know? They're, they're amazing. They're yeah. so good. 
you've got to love that she saves what I can only assume is a sacrificial virgin. (laughs) This really handsome young man (laughs) who offers to repay her in any way that she chooses while singing. Well, you know, he's being sacrificed because he's a virgin. So he's like, I need to fix this right now. I think he's got some pretty gross Dean hair. I was going to take a picture of him, and I was like, whatever. Whatever. We've got too many pictures anyway. whatever's him. (laughs) Strong whatevering. So Buffy is not feeling settled right now. She's going through the motions. She's not actually engaging with anything. This is something that everyone else has picked uh, picked up on in her life. Yeah, Willow had the conversation with her about how she's not really showing emotions. She's not getting angry. She's not getting sad. And yeah, she's literally just going through the motions of her daily life Mm -hmm. and not being connected to the world in any way. So next day, Buffy's like, hey, how's everyone doing? (laughs) Everything's totes normal. Everyone's just fine. How are you, Buffy? It's good to see you. (laughs) Yeah, everyone's great all the time. Yeah. Great. Hey, did anyone, uh, you know, last night... Is there anything weird going on? Burst into song. Oh, thank God. I thought it was just me. (laughs) Yeah. I think Anya mentioned something about wearing coconuts. Possibly, possibly. There's a lot of chatter going over other chatter in this as they're describing what their singing experience was. And they're doing that a lot just in the episode itself, which makes it feel like, like, is that a very sort of musical thing to do to have characters talking over over each other like that? Maybe. Because later on, when Anya and Xander are having their fight after yeah. I'll Never Tell, like, they're doing the same thing. They're talking over each other. Like, just the entire Completely. the yeah. entire thing that they're saying is talked over each other. Yeah, and there's a lot of, I think, just background jokes. And I think that they decided to go much heavier on jokes in this episode. But jokes that aren't really appropriate if you just come out and say them. <laughs> so if you just kind of put them in a bunch of dialogue. Right. If you have a character, say, getting a parking ticket, uh-huh. and she's trying to bribe the police officer, sure. and then, or like emotionally blackmail him, and then at the end she just says that she's not wearing <laughs> underwear today. Right. That's kind of weird. But if you like, if you fade that way down so it's just in the subtitles and heavily on the original soundtrack, then it's fine. And here's the other thing. You can sing a lot of stuff you can't say, mm. right? Once you sing something, people are like, oh, the song, how nice. And they don't really listen to the lyrics. Lyrics are hard to listen to. <laughs> right? Yeah. You hear the nice music. Ugh. Okay, so I've got a theory happens. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. No, something isn't right there. They all know that there is random singing happening, trying to figure out what's going on. And of course, they burst into song while doing this. It's amazing. Uh, Willow's got that callback to Nightmares that I called a call ahead. (laughs) Right, yeah. There was a lot of callbacks, actually, which is sort of the point. Yeah. Giles gets it right off the bat. Oh, yeah. A dancing demon. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Something isn't right there, yeah. (laughs) But it's it's very right. And I listen to this episode a lot more than I watch it. Like, just listen to the soundtrack in the background because it's great music. I had then forgotten about a lot of the choices. So there... There are two things here that are really important. Uh, My first picture, which is everything. Right. And this is Tara's corset, first off. Yeah, I went for this later, so we'll we'll talk about it then. The Renfair nonsense that she's got going on. Uh, Willow, I could... We're going to talk about. Yeah. Then then there's Anya in In the the background. background. (laughs) Poor sweet Anya with her sequin butterfly shirt and... Uh, in the second picture, her ball earrings. That I've called dangle spheres, yeah. They are crazy they are dangle so spheres. so dangly and spherical. <laughs> They're crazy. So I just never picture this happening. Yeah, while well, she's singing about bunnies. 
Yo, this butterfly shirt, I oh. owned many sparkly butterfly shirts with a large butterfly, much in the style of this around this time. So I feel like Fascinating. it was a thing. <laughs> I love it. Everything about this is perfect. It's so bizarre. Yeah, and I know that Tara will be wearing her iridescent corset for the it longest time. It is just the shiniest. Holy yeah, I really, Jesus. I really wanted as much of their dresses as I could get, which is why I have my picture a little bit later. So then, unfortunately, neither of us have the side view of Anya's shirt, which is extra crazy. Right? Because it's, it's cut, like, up to up. the armpit, armpit, basically. Yeah, no, like, just below. And then below. it's just a triangle on the front and a triangle on the back. Yep. Straight on, it looks fine when she's not moving. When she starts moving, <laughs> you're like, that's not a shirt, though. It's not, in the traditional <laughs> sense. Is it a poncho? <laughs> <laughs> I think she is technically wearing a poncho, yeah, yes. Yeah, no, I think that's what it is, yeah. I've got a theory, great song. Yeah, so you'll notice that throughout this musical episode, Alison Hannigan does not do a lot of singing. She ah. begged Joss to give her as little singing as he possibly could. Do you want to bring us then into our second segment? <laughs> Mute Holiday Tree? There's also Britta. Britta's adorable! So Shirley or Annie for the Christmas Queen? There's a leaf on Britta's head. She's playing a tree! I just talked to Corey, and he needs you to be the Mouse King instead of me. Me? But I'm supposed to be a mute tree. <laughs> I cannot fathom. Uh... From the community episode where Britta is the <laughs> mute holiday tree. Right. She plays a tree. A mute tree. <laughs> right. She doesn't sing. Right. It's like how Jughead refused to sing in the Riverdale musical. Right. Sure. Good. Let's drop that in here. We're doing this now. Good. But yes, poor Allison Hannigan. Either she cannot sing or she really doesn't want to. She has a single line of singing in this entire episode. And it is, mm. I think this line's mostly filler. She sings in... In here. Oh. In, in this song. She, um... What did she say? Yeah. Oh. I've got a theory. Uh, some kid is dreaming. Yeah. And we're all stuck is that, inside his bro- wacky Broadway, Broadway nightmare. nightmare. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, the filler line. I think there might be one more. It's very, very yeah. little singing and I mean, from her. I have to imagine that Michelle Trachtenberg was like, I can dance. I can guys. dance. I really can dance. Yeah, she I'm can a trained dance. dancer. Right. She's a trained dancer. I assume so. Mm-hmm. And so she also has very little singing. And mm-hmm. then she gets stuck singing with Hinton Battle, which is just not like a great situation for any of these people. Maybe like Giles could rock it. And like yeah. actually, Amber Benson's a good singer too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, to be stuck. Having, like, your main song be with the Broadway guy, that's rough, yeah. <laughs> she does, I think Michelle Trachtenberg does a yeah. great job, like, singing and dancing is the best, because yes. she's a trained dancer, <laughs> not a trained singer, or maybe, I don't know. No, but, no, no. <laughs> yeah, she does a great job in yeah. that, and Allison Hannigan has uh, ducked out. I wasn't sure whether she was just like, all right, let's fucking give this a shot. And Joss was like, you'll be the mute holiday tree. <laughs> No, no, it was all, it was all hard. Or at least this is what the wiki tells me. It could be wrong. Yeah. I mean, realistically, Xander has, I guess he has a few more lines because he does have the whole song. (laughs) And Xander's key is kind of weird though, through that entire song. Like, yeah, it's transposed to a place that it shouldn't be. I'm not great on musical theory, but it's not where it should be. His lisp also comes through a little bit more Mm. when he sings, which I think is just a fact of lisps. Or is Nicholas Brendan not a singer, but his twin (gasps) brother can sing? (laughs) You're just, you're expecting it to always be his twin again, right? Yeah. Because that second time. Yeah. <laughs> no, whenever he does a stunt, it's like, oh, that's the twin. Yeah. And it could be, you know? It could be. The expendable twin. Oh, boy. Okay. 
Uh, so that's, we, yeah, I've got a theory. Bunnies. That's all good. Bunnies happens. Uh, Buffy's saying, hey, don't worry about it. She's died several times. It's really not that bad. What, like, what's singing and dancing going to do to any of them, right? Yeah, she's just so blasé about everything. And then goes back to pretending to care, which is why Giles is then confused, saying, like, this is not what you just said. You said we could handle whatever comes our way. It's also, like, the thesis of this season, right? Yeah. It's like, we can handle whatever happens, because... Honestly, we fought a god last season and right. won. Yeah, and like, there's just some dumb nerds who we haven't seen. We've seen twice in, in like, seven episodes. And we saw them back to back, Yeah, right? Which sort of makes it feel like we haven't seen them in even longer. Again, we, we also took, took like a three, three weeks break. off, right? <laughs> <laughs> we could have seen them last episode Who's and we wouldn't to say? remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, and Dawn comes in and she's cheesed about having her scoop scooped. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she got to sing about math, which yeah. I imagine was quite fun. Terrible, no doubt. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> right, they think, is this a spell? Is it happening to only us? Because that would indicate probably a spell. Mm. So Buffy pokes her head out of the front door of the magic box. And who does she see but David Fury singing about mustard? Who is David Fury, you may ask? Isn't there a Fury writer? Yeah. Is it David Fury, yeah. the writer? The screenwriter ah. and producer of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, David yeah. Fury. Right. I was I was like, Nick Fury? But that's the Avengers. So he he has the writing credit on a bunch of these. So mm-hmm. in the wiki for David Fury, because there is a wiki as part of like the Buffyverse wiki, sure. episodes written, directed, and acted. So I don't know which of these he wrote and which he directed, because right. it really only sort of tells you when he was was acting. But there's quite a few that he has sort of like the writing credit or the directing credit on. Unfortunately, the first one is Go Fish. Mm, so that's a little rough for him. It's oh a rough boy. start. Oh, yeah. Then we got Helpless Choices. Help- oh, Helpless is a terrible council mm, episode. Zach. Yeah. Zach, yeah. Zach Attack. Choices. Choices is a faithy one. Okay. Yeah. Fear Itself, which is Halloween. Yeah, Halloween, that's good. Doomed. Yeah. The Iron Team. The Iron Team. It's not Good Iowa. It's something similar oh, to that. Right. I think yeah, it's yeah, yeah. the one right before. I think it's the or after or something. Primeval, mm-hmm. which I think is the pre-Restless episode. Yes. And then from yeah, season yeah. five, he's got Real Me, Shadow, and Crush. Hmm. So, yeah, pretty pretty exciting stuff. And, uh, yeah, he, for whatever reason, I assume because he can sing, they were like, yeah. hey, David Fury. <laughs> Be this mustard man. Do a little bit of choreography out front. Yeah. Yeah. This mustard man is going to be very strange for any of our listeners that aren't watching this. Whatever. They're fine. Hannah, you should watch this one. If you're going to watch just one. <laughs> Do this one. Yeah. Okay, so Dawn steals some more shit from the magic box. Tara and Willow go home to do a bit of, of what I've termed canoodling. Oh, that's accurate. They're being very lovey-dovey mm. and hand-holdy, and it would be so cute if it wasn't all... So fake for one of them. So roofy-tastic? It's very problematic. Yeah. In fact, it's so problematic. And I I mean, Tara's going to get mad. Mm. But I don't really think that the show is going to treat it with how problematic it the is. The gravity it deserves. Yeah. 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 So Tara sings a very nice song to Willow, which is ironically named Under Your Spell. What? <laughs> what could be ironic about that? Irony, no yeah. way. And so I've got the the witch witch dress here. <laughs> Good, yes. 
Because I was just, yeah, I, I thought we should talk about them. And we started to uh, in the prior scene. But I wanted to get as much of the dresses as I could. They're insane. Because, yeah, Tara's got her iridescent, I'm going to call it teal yeah. corset. Yeah. Over... I think it's part of the dress. Yes, I guess it's part of it. But then the the sleeves of the dress match the bottom. Mm -hmm. It's very medieval. It's very Renfair. Incredibly Renfair. Yeah. And it's... Willow's is kind of bathrobe-esque with a bit of a tree pattern. Honestly, it's a good color for Willow. It is. It's a nice soft pink. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And as far as things willow wears goes, this episode especially this ugh. one's topping out yeah this one's topping out uh i i don't hate what tara is wearing honestly it's just so renfair it is very renfair it's incredibly medieval yeah it's so weird it's a weird choice i don't know i mean it's nice when she's doing the dance because it's got a like the skirt yes. has a good flow to it and mm-hmm. everything but yeah why why is she going to that renfair but some boys check her out right and she's like Oh, boys have never been attracted to me before. It must be you, Willow. I can't have my own accomplishments. They must be yours. <laughs> I do love when she's like, Oh my God, I'm cured. I want the boys. Man, this show has made strides from implied lesbian kiss <laughs> to very explicitly implied lesbian oral sex. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. <laughs> the... Spread beneath her willow tree and whatnot. So apparently, Joss says, so on the audio commentary uh, on the DVD, that part of the lyrics in Under Your Spell was pornography. <laughs> and that they were the dirtiest lyrics he had ever written. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> yeah. And then it cuts right to Xander. <laughs> I bet they're not even singing or not even, not even studying. Not even studying. Yeah, they're probably singing, singing. right Dawn. now. They're singing. We get some hashtag green mug watch. Oh, yeah, I saw the mug. Yeah. Mug, mug, mug. We don't Actually, even have anything for that. It's just green no. mug watch. Yeah, yeah, green mug watch. Honestly, like, again, I've seen this episode so many times, but the realization that the Willow and Tara thing is happening in Joyce's room is, like, really shattering for me in some yeah. way. And I honestly never, it never occurred to me before. And I don't know how. Okay. Good, let's move on. To premarital difficulties. <laughs> oh, first we have a... Uh, someone says, singing and dance around. What's going to be wrong with that? I think it's Dawn after she steals the pendant. And then mm-hmm. we cut to tap dance man. Right. Tap dancing himself to death. To death, bro. <laughs> oh. To death. Yeah, he burns up pretty good spontaneous combustion style. Right. I mean, is it spontaneous? He was tap dancing. So I feel like that was the trigger for the combustion. Yeah, but it's like no flame. That's what spontaneous means. It's... <laughs> he produced heat. <laughs> you don't produce enough heat by dancing. I've Otherwise, lot... dancers would be a much rarer breed. I have a lot of problems with spontaneous combustion because it feels like creating energy out of nowhere. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, potential. Oh, actually, during uh, Under Your Spell... There's a fun bit where Tara and Willow spin around and they go from the park immediately to Joyce's room. Right. And I'm like, okay, either that's a narrative ploy or more likely that's actually what happened in universe. They just teleported. I could see it. And at that point, sure, they might not be able to like harness this energy because that might be like dance energy that they are Mm, harnessing. Yeah. Like, you know, sweets giving them this power rather than this is something Willow explicitly did. 
But fuck, man, if you can harness teleportation, we got some physics students that'll be, or professors or people that'll be really happy to talk to you. Right? There and like, a lot of interesting applications. Does it for just that. take dancing? Mm. Is that how you teleport? Maybe. I don't think it's controllable because that would be um, the price, right? Oh, you no. can teleport, but you can't control it. That's bad. Yeah. That's a pretty high price. Yeah, that's pretty high price. <laughs> it works price. out well for them. All right, premarital difficulties. This is the man that I plan to entangle, isn't he fine? Anya oh. and Xander are having the best of times. The best. They are super happy in their relationship. Nothing is ever going to go wrong here. I, fuck, I forgot to get Xander's pajamas. You have them. Oh, I do have them. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> I just focused on other things. They're silk and insane. <laughs> it's funny because they're just so silky. They're so silky. But in the, in the same way, it sort of feels like they're supposed to kind of look like a suit. Exactly. Well, right? they're silky because this is the musical episode. Yeah. And when you see Sweet and what he's wearing. Right. Like, it's exactly the same thing. Yeah. Just better, I Much guess. Much better. And Anya's slippers <laughs> are clear plastic heels. I feel like they're lingerie heels. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Man, halfway through that sentence, you were like, ah, Michaela has explained it. And then you really thought about what I said. <laughs> and you were confused. Yeah. You know, I feel like sometimes when you buy lingerie, they sell shitty little heels with it. Really? So that you can like wear heels that match your lingerie. It feels like a thing. Because people like heels. (laughs) Not you, (laughs) but people. (laughs) Okay. Give her, man. I'm not going to Google it, but I'm like pretty sure it's a thing. (laughs) Uh, Hmm. I mean, my personal lingerie buying experience. Mm-hmm. Are you Googling it on yep. my Wi-Fi? Is yeah, that what's happening that's again? that's what's happening. God damn it. So the first thing that comes up when you Google lingerie heels is sexy shoes. Lingerie <laughs> heels and boots for women. SpicyLingerie.com. <laughs> <laughs> sexy footwear, lingerie clothing and costumes. SexyShoes.com. Oh, boy. I'm so sad that I asked or even hesitated. Should Many just Pinterest boards about lingerie heels. Okay, okay. <laughs> Anya has a line here, which I'm not sure how to interpret. Sure. She says that she's read this tale, there's wedding, then betrayal. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if that is prophecy or experience. Has she literally read about this or like, has she seen how this relationship ends because she's a demon no i i think it's more that she was a vengeance demon for a Mm. thousand years like i think that's all that's referencing okay cool 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 because if anya had any inkling about what is going to happen she would not just sit around and wait for it to happen Uh, but if she's fated to (laughs) i don't want to have conversations about destiny fuck everything (laughs) aren't we done with prophecies and shit I mean, I guess after last season, mostly. <laughs> right? Like, that was the prophecy budget. Yeah. It's gone. <laughs> it's after Prophecy Girl and then season five. Right? And once you've had a prophecy that you've been building on for two years, yeah. you can't have a new prophecy. It's mm. garbage. That's true. That's true. Okay. Her abs are great. <laughs> Everything. I have a wonderful. note about it, so I just thought I should... They're going to be happy okay, together wait. forever. And Xander is also wearing what I think are shoes yes. or are very shoe-like slippers. They are very much shoes. Okay. They are like business like shoes. Like loafers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm not, I think they might even lace up. Honest <laughs> to God. Uh, that's, that's much weirder than the lingerie heels, which are a thing. Yes. As we've proven. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my goddamn Wi-Fi. <laughs> I hope you start getting ads. <laughs> 
of just feet. <laughs> oh, and then all that will do is prove to me uh. that you aren't a feet, as I assumed all along. <laughs> We've got a quick the parking ticket. Oh, uh, uh, look, interlude. it's Marty Noxon. Oh, look, that's exciting. Marty Noxon is Marty also Noxon a writer. Is here. So, again, with the written, directed, acted. Uh, what's my line part one? What's my line part two? Bad eggs. Surprise. Oh. Bewitched, bothered, and bewildered. Mm. I only have eyes for you. It's a lot of season two episodes. Right. That's Dead. a lot of magical fun time episodes, which I think we talked about. I think we did. Yeah. Dead Man's Party, Beauty and the Beasts, mm. The Wish, uh-huh. Consequences, yeah. The Prom, Yeah. Living Conditions, Wild at Heart, Doomed, Goodbye, Oa, New Moon Rising, <laughs> Buffy vs. Dracula, Into the Woods, Forever... But anyways, both of the, the writer, producer people who are singing in this episode are very much a long-term part of the Buffy team. So it's yeah. a nice thing that they got to be in there, too. I thought Marty Noxon was a, du- uh, was a dude. Oh. Oh, it's a Marty with an I. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I should have been more specific. My, my apologies. <laughs> yeah, okay. So uh, some people have burned to death spontaneous combustion style or... Completely reasonably in context, combustion style. Combustion from vigorous dancing. <laughs> right. Except they don't know that. Giles has got to fix it out, as usual. Uh, and there's some consternation about Buffy's interest in this whole living thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's just like a general thing we're all sort of worried about, mm. right? Except Buffy, she doesn't really care. Yeah. And Giles is concerned about it, but he... he Buffy will not open up to him, so he just doesn't even... He doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Like, like what else can he do? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter. We got some rest and peace happening. I'm done. So many years ago. You can make me feel like it isn't so. Spike has his amazing rock song with Buffy. Yeah. And this is a bunch of like, hey, you keep coming around. And I've made myself pretty clear in really weird ways how I feel about you. Yeah, but like this is actually the mature thing for him to do, right? This is what we want the Spike we love to be doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I'm just saying like when he right. made his, Before. his attentions clear or his feelings known. But like, let's just forget about season five Spike. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like... And now he's like, okay, I like you. You just come around and drink my alcohol and give me weird depression yeah like you please stop you come hang out with me and make me feel like i have a chance but that's not the case at all so make up your damn mind woman don't please yeah Yeah. for some reason some people are having a night funeral (laughs) (laughs) i love the night funeral in sunnydale happening in sunnydale the worst place to have your night funeral you moron spike just trashes it but you gotta think like all of these things are just happening because of the song in that context, I, I, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Because really, Spike needs to trash this night funeral. It's very good in the context of the song. He, yeah. He's on top of the pallbearers holding the casket. And he's, yeah. Just tumbling into the grave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah There's a times. very, I don't know what to call it, like a very head on transition to vamp face mm-hmm. shot in here yeah. that, I don't know, for some reason, it's always been very jarring to me. For it just maybe because it's not great, mm. it's very dark. 
Because it's still dark, guys. Season oh, it's six. It's still so dark. It's never getting not dark. Season six in the musical episode. Like, mm. where it should be the brightest colors. Yeah. Like, they want to overexpose everything. I mean, graveyard's still dark. You know? It's a fucking graveyard. Yeah. There was a point in here, I don't know exactly when, but when Spike just was really giving me boy band vampire. Yeah. And, like, I really appreciated it a lot. Well, his hair is looking extra boy yeah. band in this episode. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's good times. Uh, <laughs> Don's Lament then mm-hmm. after we're done with the whole buffy spike thing don has a clear plastic backpack and at this point in the episode i was like could things be any more early 2000s david you are so so naive you want to know about that backpack you sweet summer child yes i do want to know about this sick clear plastic backpack because joss brought it from home <laughs> there's a literal thing in the wiki about this <laughs> What do you mean Joss brought it from home? In the DVD commentary, Joss Joss says that the backpack Don is seen emptying is actually one he brought in from home. (laughs) I can't believe you brought up the backpack. (laughs) Does he have a young female child? Let us hope so, my friend. (laughs) Because otherwise, it's pretty weird. He's a weird backpack collector, and this was, like, the special one. So, like, clear backpacks and clear purses were definitely, like, a big thing oh, at yeah. one point. But oh, yeah. they get dirty so fast. It's they get dirty so fast. Idea. The, the, um, the material is terrible anytime you take it out into, like, a drop of sunshine. Yes. It just starts it just gets, sticking to everything. And, like, it gets scratched so easily. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. So, it basically, you can use it once, and it looks cool. And yeah. then after that, it looks like garbage. Yeah. Joss had never used this, apparently. <laughs> He's just saving it at home. So I've got a picture oh, so straight weird. on of Dawn here that I've called E-Turtle. <laughs> because now. it's an eternal turtle now. Yes! You figured it out. Yeah. With, without the uh, the inflection, I wouldn't have been able to get that. <laughs> Because I would have thought it was like some electronic turtleneck or something. I understand. Yeah. So I, I was hoping that my reading of it would would help. Or yeah. like a turtle, like a sports. A turtle, yeah, right, a sports. A sports. <laughs> Basically, I didn't want to have another picture I called Never Die or Pearl Nix <laughs> Never Die. So right. I, I went with a turtle instead. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's another fucking turtleneck. I mean, is it armless? Yes. It's cute. That's great. It's still a fucking turtleneck. Don's overly worried about people finding out who summoned this demon when Tara's talking to her about it. And you're like, but why though? I have a lot of problems. A lot of problems. I have always had a lot of problems with the resolution of this episode. Really? Yeah. And we can just, we'll talk about it when we get there. Mm -hmm. All right. That's fine. Uh, Don is like, oh, I'm so glad that you and Willow made up, Tara. That's so nice. After that fight that you had, that large fight last (laughs) night. Tara's like, yeah. Tara's like, are you, are you? gaslighting me Don right (laughs) she's like no you had a a big fight you were yelling smashing things and now everything seems fine yeah but I'm glad you guys made up right and Tara's like flower (laughs) what is this flower and then so she's like I better go to the magic box and look up this flower which is a very reasonable reaction oh yeah because she knows what Willow's been up to recently and why would Don Willow, make that up? You're using too much <laughs> magic. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. 
So uh, she's like, oh, Don, you'll be okay here for 15 minutes, for right? an hour uh, in a locked house. No, Don says this. She's like, yeah. I, I can be left alone for half an hour in a locked house. <laughs> okay, Don. Incorrect. No, oh, incorrect. So incorrect. She gets snatched immediately. Well, she basically puts the necklace on that she swiped from mm. the magic box with her little klepto hands. She keeps all the fucking tags on these things. So it's funny. After she, you know, put her stolen necklace on, I was like... I was th- sitting there thinking, I watched this with Stu, and he plays Super Smash Bros. while mm. we watch it. So he doesn't look at the screen the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Stu, did you see Don steal that from the magic box? Because it's pretty relevant. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no. I'm like, have you ever seen her steal anything? He was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you tell him? Why, Why couldn't you just let him? <laughs> Like, when they resolve this whole klepto thing, just be like, wait, what? So in the last episode, when she was trying to impress that yeah. the guy being like, I also steal things. Yeah, Stu thought she was just full of shit. Like, I mean, which is a valid... Yeah. If you hadn't seen her steal those yeah. things, that's a reasonable thing. So he's never seen her steal a thing. So I could have been making it all up. He doesn't know. Oh, God, why did you ruin that I, for him? Uh, <laughs> oh. Okay, so she gets snatched and... We find out that Michelle Trackenberg is a trained dancer. Yeah. As she does her ballet. Dances attempting to get up. away from these horrible doll things. I like their I like their doll heads. They're pretty spooky. Yeah, they're very spooky. They're sort of like they're almost ventriloquist dummy-ish, yeah. but it's just the head. Mm-hmm. And that's like a full-size human, which you're like, oh, I don't see oh, that at all. Yeah, no. No it's like. It's so spooky. Yeah. It's so yeah. good. I really like it. They're just awful in that I right. don't want to look at them. Which makes them good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but also bad. Right. And, uh, you know, she's got the, the What You Feel song. Or, sorry, she's got the, the ballet, and that's great. And then we're introduced to the, the villain of the piece. He's who so is named cool. Sweet. So it's interesting, because they never actually say his they name do not. in the episode. He is credited as Sweet. There we go. In, I guess, in the script. And then maybe in, like, the if there, I think there were liner notes, probably, right. for the... There's a CD. I own the CD. Uh-huh. It's more with feeling, because it was the year... 2001. And you still have ways of playing that, no doubt? Sure do. Yeah. I mean, my, I'm sure my computer would play it. Oh, boy. <laughs> Throw it in my Discman, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't own a Discman, you listeners. I just want you to know that. <laughs> yeah, because tape is better. You own a Walkman. Well, I mean, only real hipsters have Walkmans. Is it Walkmen? Yeah, it's Walkman. <laughs> Not like Walkman. But is it like Walkman? It's... For a single? I don't even know anymore. So is it, is it plural Walkmen or is it Walkmans? <laughs> mm, it's Walksman. <laughs> I hate your fucking pluralization. I mean, I say that and I like it when I do it, but you did it. So it's gross. Okay, sweet. He's right, amazing. Back it up. Okay, Hinton Battle. Here we go. Hinton Battle is a German-born American actor, singer, dancer, and dance instructor. Three Tony Awards, all for the category of Featured Actor in a Musical. So he's a fucking badass. He's amazing. He's great. He's got great style as yes. i have titled this picture his because again i did i saw this clear plastic backpack and i was like <laughs> could it get any more early 2000s this suit this suit this <sighs> over large red then blue suit with a black shiny shirt that on black underneath. shiny shirt is oh my yeah god it's so early 2000s but then, it's painful at the same time sort of the over large suit makes me kind of feel like there's like a 20s feel to it sure. which is maybe what people in the 90s slash early 2000s were going for as well yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. so i have a different picture it's amazing but it's terrible yeah my picture's a little later okay and 
uh, because he just sort of casually starts doing high kicks. Yes, he does. And it's delightful. And when, yeah, Michelle Trachtenberg says that her sister's the Slayer. Yeah. And he stops mid-high kick yeah, so to I've be like, that's that. interesting. And then I also, in the background, have Don's, I'm going to call it second ceremonial dress in recent memory. <laughs> Right? You're not wrong. People just keep putting Dawn in ceremonial dresses. What else is she good for? Stealing oh, things, apparently. This one's for her uh, pending nuptials. Yes, right. Mm. So the demon suite has come because uh, Dawn has summoned him to come infuse the town with singing and dancing and joy. Yeah. Uh, in return, she is going to come down to hell with him, one of the hells, and sure. be his eternal bride. Yeah, he's a queen. Also, he does need a queen. Also, the price of having a life that is singing and dancing and carefree is that some people cannot handle this they go too hard and they <laughs> explode they burn up just makes buffy sound like such a rebel yeah you know she goes way too hard yeah she should not go that hard uh i think this is wow third favorite song what you feel it's so good why'd you run away don't you like my style I really like it, but I also really like the reprise from Under Your Spell because the Giles bits oh. in that are so good. Yeah, the the combination of Tara and Giles is, I, I think that's my favorite part, just because their voices work so well together. Uh, and I think, I think Where Do We Go From Here is my favorite song from this entire episode. I'm pretty partial to the fire song, mm. Walk Through the Fire. Yeah. Uh, just because I like how it weaves everything together. And I like, I tend to sort of like the the song that is like setting up everything, yeah, going to the, the... go to battle song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I think it does a good job of that. And in there when they have, I mean, they have Hinton Battle in there sort of doing melodies with everyone. The part that him and Spike have together is mm -hmm. really good. Yeah, it's fantastic. So yeah, uh, Don's been kidnapped. That's not great. Um, what's... Oh, right, yes. Then uh, then we go to training montage, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we sure do. So uh... Giles <laughs> is uh, doing some training with Buffy. And they make jokes about how, like, oh, hopefully it won't turn into a training montage. <laughs> Turns into the best training montage. You're not ready for the world outside. That Buffy is not aware of. Oh, no, not at all. Interestingly. Yeah. Because... Yeah, they Giles tries to bring up again how at Halloween, you know, that stuff happened with Dawn. Buffy, have you discussed that with her yet? And Buffy's like, oh, I thought you did that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, bro. Thanks, dad. Yeah. Surrogate dad. <laughs> dad who is actually here. Yeah, yeah, and this is Giles. He's already realized these things. But this is him telling the audience about how he's standing in the way. Yeah, and I really like having Tony in this show and I'm worried about how much more he's in this show after this because he's standing in the way. And this he's... is a great song too. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I really like it. I mean, I just love me some Tony. Oh, he's so good. Yeah. You haven't seen Repo the Genetic Opera? Not. No. He, don't. It's bad. But <laughs> That's why I haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. He is fun in it. <laughs> I just feel, is it worth it, no, right? not See? at all. Paris yeah. Hilton? No. Oh, no. Yeah, she's like one of the main characters in it. Oh. And the music in general is not super amazing. But Tony like, does sing a lot. I feel like I just need to find Tony doing Rocky Horror and mm, just watch that. Yes. That feels, yeah. I would be fully on board for that. And yeah, Giles 
doesn't want to play parent anymore, really. Or realizes that it's super bad for Buffy that he is right. taking all of these responsibilities for, for her. Because I think the problem is that he wants to help Buffy. Yes. And if she were asking for support while trying to sort of do it on her own, then he would be perfectly fine with staying around oh, for and sure. helping her. But the problem is that because he's there, she's just going to rely on him for all the adult things in her life. And he's not really capable of saying no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so at that point, he kind of just needs to maybe... Uh. <laughs> yeah, give her a little push. Yeah, you know, get out of the way. Right, exactly. Whatever that entails. Yeah. Yeah. First we got a sick reprise of Under Your Spell. Yeah. The Tara song from earlier. You made me believe me I don't wanna go. And fantastic. I think second favorite song for yeah. me. It's very short, but... it's And it's, of course, Tara comes to the magic box. Right. She finds the picture of the flower in a book. It's so the same. Like, it's a flower that's been preserved. And it's usually, exactly the but same. But, like, it's exactly it's the same flower. The they exact, took a picture yeah. of this flower yeah, and, and then put, put it, in, put in, it the in the book. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, you just want the audience to know, like, it's yes, definitely, definitely this, this flower. flower. Yeah, it's and, got the yeah. three blooms on the one side and the one <laughs> bloom at the top. Yeah, and so it's a flower that is used for modification of memory type spells. And so, yeah, then... Her raperies of under your spell is like now she actually knows that oh that wasn't just a fun thing for me to say because we're witches it's no, true yeah yeah I've been bamboozled once again yeah. ensorcelled even yeah and like it it really is just so much worse because like her brain was very recently fucked with yeah. by glory yeah and now willow's like oh I just didn't want us to fight so I took your memories away cool right not yeah. very cool willow you're doing too much <laughs> magic man i really hope the next previously on has that i'm sure it things will. crossed okay uh one of the creepy dolls shows up accompanied by spike brought in by spike yeah. but he wanted to find the slayer anyway and uh, we'll have a quick segment creepy doll oh yeah 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 and things are fucking horrifying yeah and you know that's a that's a tried and true trope we've had the other creepy doll yes sid he was horrifying these guys are terrible there's a song about creepy dolls and how awful they are (laughs) especially when like you're making a snack and they also want a snack and you're like i'm making the snack that's really in the john from colton song it's a lovely song (laughs) yeah has there only been one creepy doll up to now in buffy (sighs) i think so it's the kind of thing that, if it is literally just a doll, is not that scary, you know? Have you ever actually encountered a creepy doll in real life? I mean, in that fucking VR game you made me play. Oh, yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah, that one's horrifying. Yeah. I hate that one. Yeah, no, that. I hate that mm. one so much. Yeah. Oh, man. So there's that. Uh. <laughs> I've encountered one while I wasn't jacked in. <laughs> And therefore you were dead. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was horrifying. Like right. one of my high school friends, I think her parents or grandparents had collected mm-hmm. dolls, like like toddler-sized dolls that had creepy nope. glass eyes and they were mm. super uncanny valley. Uh, it was yeah. 
horrifying. Yeah, God. once you get the glass eyes in there, it's too much. Like, I would literally just take them and turn them to look at the corner because <laughs> you can't have them looking at you, right? I mean, yeah, Miss Edith has been bad. Oh. So. <laughs> Actually, yeah, we had Drusilla, Drusilla yeah. with all of her dolls. Yeah, <laughs> there are lots of creepy dolls. Yeah, there you go. <gasps> Good times. <laughs> okay, so the creepy dolls can talk. He's like, hey, the... My master my has master. the Slayer's sister. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, go to some place that isn't the bronze. No, she's he's literally like it's at the bronze. Oh, it's at the bronze. Yeah. Okay, because like the stage is weird, really different oh, from it's, the normal no, it's, bronze. It's the bronze, but just like shot from the other side and and empty. It's empty, but it's also got like the the stage has steps going up to it that were installed for this episode. Okay, I think so, but it's definitely the bronze. Okay, cool. Anyway. Gotta go to the bronze. So I've got a picture here, a little bit of everyone. Ooh, excellent. So there's a lot Uh, happening. Uh, Isn't there, though? Because there's there's essentially two outfits for most of the characters. There's the episode, or the outfit that everyone was wearing before that we already discussed, and Mm -hmm. now everyone's changed. Xander in his stupid maple leaf shirt. <laughs> that fucking shirt. We're Canadians and we think so this is garbage. Dumb. And for most of it, he's wearing like a brown coat over it. Yes. So you can only see part of this insanity that is his shirt covered in maple leaves. Yeah, it's too much. It's funny because... So Tara's wearing something that is a lot more reasonable, mm-hmm. but still quite similar to what she was wearing before. <laughs> it's a brown skirt Long with a yellow skirt. shirt. Yeah. yeah, and like there's no corset, but... There's just a lot of long brown skirts happening. Mm-hmm. Anya's actually got a quite a cute little blue dress yeah. on. Uh, it's a good shape for her. She looks great. Buffy, Buffy's wearing this white tank top. Yeah, and then she's gonna up here wearing a different. Listen, that's just that's theater. That's <laughs> yeah. good theater. Willow, oh Willow. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> she's can, wearing. Can we just quickly before we go into Willow say that Tony's been looking great yeah. the entire thing when he was wearing that suit earlier yes. you were like fuck that's a good suit like you should always wear suits shit and now he's wearing something that's fine yeah it's fine it's a sweater it's I mean whatever. he always just looks so normal like yeah. a normal person and then there's Willow <laughs> I've also captured this I called this Watt <laughs> oh you did call it oh yours is later yeah so you have more of a, a zoomed in and you've got her tiny little braid on each side of her head happening and her, her choker. Hair yeah. has taken a fucking dive here. God, it's it's way off the deep end. Okay, but this like fuzzy purple <sighs> coat what goes down to her fuck? knees. It's so long and, and I'm it's so dumb. pretty sure that this like galaxy dress she's wearing under it also is the same length as the coat. There's a lot happening. She was looking so much better before. Yeah, like the other dress was very nice oh yeah it was fine and now now her hair and everything is just so much worse (laughs) right it's like she went home and she was like what should i put on (laughs) there's probably gonna be more singing this fuzzy coat will certainly help like is it feathers around the the neck lapel area or is it just fuzz because at first i kind of thought it was similar to that coat that Joyce and Giles steal in band mm, candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best feathers. I think this is fuzz. I think it's just... And, like, the whole thing is fuzz. It's not, it's, like, concentrated mm. fuzz. <laughs> I. It's garbage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Willow, what have you done? Okay, so Buffy's like, all right, my sister's been kidnapped. We know what to do. Let's roll out, gang. Giles is like... Nah. Yeah, not nah. so fast. Maybe, maybe you take this one, Buffy. It's you the, got it. It's the strangest, like... He's standing in the way, so Buffy has to go alone to fight the demon? That doesn't make any sense. I think it makes a lot of sense. 
why does no one get to go? Because she can do... She killed a god, basically, by herself. Uh, she can do this. Save her sister from one stupid demon. She can do this. This is going to be a confidence booster. This is how you ease her back in... I see. ...to saving the world again. He wants to give her confidence. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I got this. You got we're, this. We're just going to let you handle this one on your own. Yeah. Hmm. Spike, Spike wants to go. He does. Buffy's like... I thought you told me to stay away from me. Ouch. And then you're like, I'm so confused about who's mad at who. Right? Exactly. <laughs> like, wait, but didn't you want didn't you want to not die? Right? Like take Should, Spike. Take he's, Spike. He's pretty useful. Yeah, like, he's the really other good. fucks are not that no, useful. They're not. Well Willow is. Yeah, mm. Well, we shouldn't <laughs> encourage Willow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even Buffy knows that. Yeah. <laughs> shouldn't encourage Willow right now. Okay, so we get Walk Through the Fire, one of the finest damn songs in this entire thing. So I will walk through the fire Cause where else can I turn I've got my picture longest leather. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Because Buffy's wearing a full-length leather coat. She's just gone full leather. A rather flasher-esque leather right? coat that she employs to good effect. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because she has used it to cover her entire outfit up. Yeah. And honestly, it's so long. Like, I think it's as long as Spike's coat. Mm -hmm. it, if it was open, it would just look like she was wearing Spike's coat, except fitted to her. It fits so well, it fits though. so well. Remember her... What was, was it season two? No, but it's not... season three. And you know why I know that? Because oh, I've... Oh, you've been doing pictures yeah, for season three. Honestly, there was one episode. There are three absurd coats in the same fucking episode. And they're all gigantic. <laughs> and I... I encourage you to go look at them because they're they're insane. Oh, it's so they're dumb. just insane. God, yeah. Season three uh, presentation is on the Facebook page if you want to take a look at those <laughs> the coats that never fit. Ah, <sighs> uh, yes. So Buffy's wearing her leather coat of ass kicking. Oh yeah. Everyone is separate and consternated. I think about they this they whole regret thing. letting her go alone almost immediately. Immediately, yeah. which is good because it's that's like classic musical stuff, right? Yeah. Like you don't have time for that to sink in. No. And you've got to sing the next song. Right. And you're and, like, oh wait, come yeah. back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we messed up. So they'll the whole gang's gonna go after her, they're gonna help. It's a lot of good like point counterpoint or like calling and then response with that. And like really, what's the point of them if they're not helping Buffy? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's I think that's the question. That's the conclusion they reach. So, <laughs> I mean, Anya gets a good beady eyes is right where needed, <laughs> calling Xander's eyes beady once again. Yeah, second time this episode. She's pissed about the whole hairy toes thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not thrilled with it. Uh, it's great. Yeah, and they uh, they're all gonna go to the bronze. Spike is especially conflicted. It's his immediate 180, like in the same sentence is just great. It's beautiful. Absolutely wonderful. <laughs> I'm free if that bitch dies. I better help her out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sweet's got some kick in hand work throughout this episode. Yes. I really noticed it a lot more when he was sitting down because mm -hmm. I mean, he didn't, he couldn't move around. So then. he emotes through his hands. Through his hands. And yeah. And he's, yeah, he's got so much makeup on yeah. that he can't emote through his face either. Did you see his gold nails? <laughs> Oh my god, they're, I didn't. they're gorgeous. They're like, they're like an inch long. Yeah. Oh, god damn. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> wonderful. fabulous. Buffy shows up at the bronze to save her sister. Has a few quips with Sweet about how, you know, she'll she'll fight him for Don. You yeah. Know? 
if she kills or if she defeats him, he can go away, leave Dawn. If he kills her, probably won't help yeah. with anything. Nothing seems to help anymore. Yeah. It's He's pretty really unperturbed. He's just like, that's gloomy. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't like gloomy people. And Buffy's being no, very gloomy. No, it's really not his She's jam. also wearing Dem Scoops. Dem Scoops. She's got a sweet scoop neck. Oh, it's very scoopy. It's very red. It's. I gave her a red alert for this. It's absolutely a red alert. It looks, it's a great red for her. Look at this lipstick. <laughs> Compare this to any of the earlier season lipsticks. Like uh, season three, you've been going through season three. Her garbage lips. Yeah. And then Faith's there with her gorgeous lips. Right? Yeah. And you're like, okay, it's not impossible. They figured it out. It's top lips. Three fucking years <laughs> later, they fixed it out. Oh, they fixed it out. Yeah, God they damn. Did. They sure did. She looks great. Something to sing about. Life's a show and we all play our parts. And when the music starts. Mm-hmm. It was a wonderful, mostly Buffy song. Yep. And when the entire gang busts into the bronze and they see Buffy singing a too sweet and like there's clearly some shit going down and Giles is like, she needs backup. Anya, yeah. Tara. And they go and be her backup dancers yeah. and singers. I'm like, yes! Uh, so good. Oh, it's so yeah. good. So good. So apparently Sarah Michelle Gellar hated making this episode partially because of the, co- the complicated singing and dancing that she yes. had to do for this part. She's glad she did it. And glad she would never do it again. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Because a lot of the cast members also cite this as their favorite episode. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's so fun. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's so fun. Yeah. So, Buffy lets slip that she was quite happy in heaven. And <laughs> that her friends... It's the crux of the song. Let mm-hmm. slip makes it sound like a throwaway line. <laughs> Well, no, but she didn't mean to, like, say this. This was the magical energy. They can never know is what she said in a previous episode. Right, exactly. Right. And she always refers to it as though they're not here. Yeah. And that they still cannot know that she was in heaven and that they pulled her out of this place. Yeah. And this is where we come to Watt, technically, where Willow's making... Oh, I love, I love Allison Hannigan so much. Because she's making a face like, why didn't you tell me? Yeah. She's so she's betrayed. betrayed. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. By Buffy having yeah. come from right? heaven to this hell. Oh. And she's like, but you couldn't tell me. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. And then, I mean, at the same time, she is crushed. Oh, yeah. Because it's her fault that Buffy lives in hell now. And I think she's displaying both of yes. those emotions very well. Just from her facial expressions. Yeah, and she's like, oh, you couldn't tell me? Also, that's terrible, and I shouldn't have done that. But I'm also really hurt here. Yeah. I am I think I'm the victim, <laughs> if we look at it objectively. Yeah, you're getting all of that, just from the, the face she's making when Buffy <sighs> says this line. And the way that they've got it set up, because they send Anya and Tara over to be the backup dancers... The like sort of core Scoobies mm-hmm. are all together true. when Buffy says this information. And so you sort of get this shot of all of them hearing it and reacting to it together, which is very nice. Yeah, really good. Uh, now we come to the resolution of things. So, <laughs> right, Spike stops Buffy from actually combusting because she was on a self-destructive path. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, don't do that. He's basically just like... The pain that you'll feel, you'll heal by living. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Just keep going, buddy. No, life is basically pain. Yeah. But you know what? It's better than not existing at all. Yeah. And we need you around right now. So please. And then, yeah. Stay around. Dawn drops that 
basically she's like, hey, remember when you told me that the only, the hardest thing to do in this world is live in it? Well, guess what? Now I'm telling you. She throws it out like almost non sequitur style. She stands up and just shouts <laughs> this thing. That's all she says. She shouts it across the bronze and you're like, right? oh, okay, buddy, back and off. Like, like, let's imagine that she never told the other Scoobies yeah. that Buffy oh, said so that confused. to her. And they're just like, thanks, Dawn, for the input. Yeah. Willow's now doubly betrayed, probably. <laughs> Don stepping on her moment. <laughs> so yes, uh, Sweet's like, hey, that was a great dance. You guys have been amazing. Uh, I'm going to go with my wife here because no one's actually hit me because I'm very, very powerful, it turns out. Yeah, like no one's even tried to no, hit him. No, exactly, because of the power of dance Yeah, I mean, and song. They're stuck in the song. Exactly. Like, they have to do the choreography he's created for them. So he's like, okay, I'm going to get my sweet child bride. I'm going to bounce. <laughs> oh, well, I hate that term. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what it is. She's 15. It's a child bride. And yeah, then Dawn starts sputtering and she's like, I didn't, I never, I just found this and put it on because right. that's a thing I would do with things in the magic box. Yeah. Let's just blaze right past that, friends. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, but no, but you summoned me? And then Xander, uh, Okay. And so this so, is where I start no, to have a lot of no, problems. No, finish this thought, because some people haven't watched this. Xander, Xander puts his hand up and says, I did it. I just thought there you. would be dances and songs. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure we would work out, have a happy ending to Anya. Right. Okay. And so from that premise, like, Xander is afraid of getting married, afraid mm -hmm. of this commitment. Yes. So as a result of that, he's done this stupid thing. It's so stupid. Like, it doesn't matter who did it. It's so stupid. He learned it from watching Willow. He summoned a demon. <laughs> he learned it from watching Willow. She's doing a lot Dale. more magic. Why couldn't he do some more magic? It didn't work out great the first time, but neither did her first spell. So the, the idea that Xander has been here for six years and he would summon a demon and be like, there are probably no consequences. <laughs> Right? Okay, Xander's the worst, but also Willow's been doing a lot of this and making it seem pretty normal. But then at the same time, so, because there's two ways you could look at it. You could look at this like, Dawn found this amulet, she didn't do it, she just mm -hmm. put the stolen amulet on, Xander is the act one who actually did it, and therefore, like, Sweet doesn't want him as a bride. Yeah. Like, no offense to Xander, but, yeah, you know. Exactly. He's no child bride. That's basically yeah. what <laughs> Sweet says, yeah. like, mm, I'm good this time. Yeah. Have fun. The other way you could look at it is that Xander is covering for Don mm -hmm. because he's like, well, this guy's probably not going to take me with him. So I'll just throw myself on that sword and see how that goes. But that makes even less sense, really, because Don summoning a demon? No! Don's had some, like, trobs with demons. Yeah. Right? Like, Don's not going to go summoning shit. Although, she did try to raise her mother from the dead. But I would argue that's the real, Re real thing that yeah. she's like, I'm not summoning anything anymore. And I love that you have your headcanon. It's great. It's also wrong. No, no. This is like, there are a lot of arguments about this oh, on the really? internet. This is not me. Oh. Like, yeah. It seems there's, pretty clear cut. There's a lot. It just, and the reason that I find it so difficult to swallow, I don't think Dawn did it. Because the whole thing of Dawn finding the amulet and stealing it like that makes no sense if she used it yeah the other thing is like i mean how involved was this summoning maybe it was sort of like accidental yeah i don't know he reads something out of a book he realizes that the thing that he has in his hand yeah is like 
the thing that makes the demon find his bride. And he's like, oh, fuck. And he just, he throws it away. It's just the premise that Xander summoned a demon because he thought there were going to be dances and songs and it would be great and have no downside. It's just, it's so hard. It's always been very difficult for me to accept. <laughs> I think that's perfectly reasonable for Xander to do because he's a dum-dum and you know what? Sometimes it goes okay. So and I'm, he's very worried about this whole marriage thing. He is. And so in that context, I think I accept it a lot more. I just had like a intense flashback to the first time I watched this episode. So we had satellite TV. Mm. And when it was maybe the previous day, you could go forward in time, right? Like to, to the following day and see like what was going to be on the next day, oh. right? Like there's like forward scheduling okay. on, right, like, right, right. on yeah, like yeah. the satellite channel. Yeah. And so I remember, because I would like go and see what like the description of the episode would be. Because I wanted Spoiled. to know. I wanted to know what, like, what the episode was going to be about. Spoiler. So I did this with this episode. And I vividly remember the satellite telling me something to the effect of Buffy and her friends sing their secrets. Mm-hmm. And being like, what does that even mean? <laughs> And then the next day, it was a musical episode. And I'm like, I probably should have figured this out. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it said something like, Xander summons a musical demon. <laughs> no, they didn't have enough characters for that. They had very yeah. limited characters, I think. Good. But yeah, so what's this? November 2001. So what? how old am I? 11? Yeah. Or maybe 12. 12. Yeah, I'm 12. 12. Yeah. So 12, little 12-year-old Michaela. <laughs> 12-year-olds are dumb. It's fine. Man, that's 12 years old. Yeah. I really remember being a lot older. <laughs> you know? <laughs> We're not going to think about how old you are. Because that makes you sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sweet is not going to take Xander back to hell no. with him. No. Sorry, Xander. <laughs> uh, <laughs> goes back to hell. It's great. He's got a wonderful last line. And then... He's basically like, fuck you, yeah. all your secrets came yeah, out. exactly. <laughs> Suckers, I win. <laughs> yeah, he does. He he's, wins. He's the, the most powerful person we've ever seen. Like, right? Yeah. How do you defeat this guy? You can't. You can't. It's so good. I mean, Xander did, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> By being ugly? Yeah. <laughs> By being unfit to be a bride. <laughs> oh, Giles is going to write that up for sure. Yeah. And we get what I think is the finest song of this episode. Where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? Uh, it's all a big smack in the face. They're like, <laughs> okay, what do we do from now on? I love this song. Like, musically, it's great. It has the big crescendo at the mm, end. Yeah. It's wonderful. Um, I think I like it most, <laughs> if I can use this term... Uh, dramaturgically, though. <laughs> yes. I you can took, use it. I'm not going to stop you. I took upwards of three drama courses in oh, university. Oh, wow. Here we go. <laughs> Hit me. <laughs> uh, so this is something similar to what happens in the second ha- uh, second act of Into the Woods, mm. where Sweet's gone. Yeah. So He's, They're still fucking singing. <laughs> they're still singing yeah. and dancing. Similar to the narrator being gone for the second act of Into the Woods, things like have momentum Mm -hmm. but they fall apart right right so this is a song where the choreography is pretty basic yeah it's a big group number so they can all like follow the thread the the little bit that they're hanging on to yeah but things are just out of place enough that spike 
as he's doing the very basic <laughs> choreography, backs up into a pole. And he's like, what the fuck? And that, that's enough to break the spell for him. Yeah, and he's right? like, oh, I don't want to I don't want to sing anymore. Yeah. Because he's been forced into singing this entire time. And, like, he does not want any part of the big group number. Exactly. Like, at all. Yeah. yeah. So I really like this song. Like, musically, it's great. But also just the, the things that it signifies about the end of this. How that magic works and carries forward into it. And then also being really fucking depressed. Being like, we don't have any more answers. And, in fact a lot of things were brought up by this that are very troubling. Yeah. Yeah. I also kind of like that it essentially spoils the end of the episode in the song. Yeah. But they they managed to do it in such a way that after Spike leaves, the song gets quieter. Yeah. And you sort of don't hear, if you're not really, really listening to the lyrics, you don't hear the curtains close on a kiss. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, the, the line, the battle's done and, and we kind, kind of won. Of won. <laughs> Uh, and I love Giles, like, tell me. Oh, man, the tell me is so good. <laughs> tell me. I want to put that in everywhere when I'm listening to the song. Otherwise, just, you just at want... the end of every line, I'm like, tell me. <laughs> no, that, that wasn't yeah. one of them. It's only one time, David. Calm uh, down. I mean, you could make your own song. <laughs> I often do. Yeah, and just put it in. It's great. Good. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Spike leaves, Buffy chases after him, mm -hmm. and then he's like, oh my god, I told you to leave me alone, or make up your mind. And then she's just, like, giving him this look, and he's going on about trombones and shit. I don't even remember. Oh, yeah, 76, 76 trombones. bloody trombones, yeah. yeah. Music Man reference. Yeah, Music Man yeah. reference. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, they have a wonderful kiss. Which is almost a Ray Priest. Like, it is, but Buffy's lyrics are different, right? Mm, yeah. This isn't real, but I just want to feel. <laughs> it's bad to be Spike, guys. Well, yeah. anyways. <laughs> yeah. It's not great. Also, Buffy, never say never. Yeah. Look what happens. You die once, you come back into a hellscape, and you find yourself dating a guy with no soul. Right? Remember that time, Buffy, when you said the only chance you had with you wasn't with me was when I was unconscious? Mm. Untrue. Untrue, yeah. You forgot about musical demons. So. Or... Coming back from the dead and everything being the worst. Yeah. So, I mean, this is the thing, right? It's the end of the musical. There kind of needs to be a big kiss. So, is it still part of the musical? Mm. Or is Buffy making a choice? That's what I love about these self-referential musicals. Like, yeah. they have that interesting Well, especially energy, now that the demon is gone. Yeah. There's, like, there's the question. I love it so right? much. Oh, but then, at the same perfect. time, everything everyone's been singing about is the truth mm -hmm. so we'll see i guess we will see we'll see if anyone turns in i have one final picture oh excellent uh it's called behind the scenes <gasps> i found it on the wiki and i just was surprised i was just like really enchanted by it this is delightful it's just a very delightful picture yeah oh joss looks so young <laughs> joss is making a cute little silly face and yeah he has so much hair my god he, does. he has a lot less hair now oh and, my goodness and yeah like james is laughing He's obviously done something silly, Joss. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it just, it's just a nice sort of genuine behind-the-scenes moment that I was very enchanted by. It is. It's wonderful. Oh, good times. Uh, Michaela, did you enjoy that episode? It was pretty good, you know. Pretty good, yeah. It's, it's all, all right. right. <laughs> it's fine. 
<laughs> uh, who do you think won that episode? So I think I was going on about Sweet winning yeah, it before. Yeah, pretty much it's Sweet. Obviously, he Sweet. is possibly the most powerful being right? they have ever encountered. He just didn't. Oh, that didn't really work out for me. Back to my hell dimension, I go. Where I rule over. Uh, it's probably an pretty army fun. Of yeah, singing and dancing demons. Right. Yeah. It's amazing. It sounds pretty good. It sounds amazing. Yeah. I want to go to that hell. At one point in my notes, I wrote that this guy makes Mr. Trick look lame. Yeah. Because, yeah, so fly. Oh, my God. This guy. Yeah. He wins fashion. He wins everything. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, fashion. Right. Yeah. Remembering all the things that we do. Speaking of remembering the things that we do. Sure, yeah. This is an odd-numbered episode. (gasps) Which means that it's you on Teeks. Oh, my God. I forgot. (gasps) I'm so excited. Teeks. Teeks, 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 teeks. So I haven't even found the review yet. What do you fucking think it's called? Oh, right. Uh, oh, the one where it's a musical or I had an, another one that was more like, or less on the nose. There are 31 reviews. So I'm trying to find yeah. if there is a teeks. There must be. You can just search for like the one. Okay, I found it. Excellent. Um, it's not the one with where it's a musical? Not in so many words. <laughs> The one where they sing and dance. That's close enough. The one with all the singing. Yeah. So I'm just going to read you this and then we're going to talk about it. Because Beautiful. it's missing something. Well, I love this episode. I love all the songs, the singing, the plot. It's all very well done. Nothing about this episode being in the top <gasps> of some arbitrary... Oh, no. No. That's it. That's, that's the end of the, like first part of the review if this is like a six out of ten i'm gonna quit this fucking podcast (laughs) (laughs) so the rest of this is just a review or not review a synopsis i'm just gonna read it i haven't read it we'll read let's discover it together beautiful in this episode for some reason somehow the town of sunnydale has been infected with singing (gasps) everyone is singing all the time Buffy sings, Willow sings, Anya sings, Spike sings, Dawn sings, Giles sings, Xander sings, and Tara sings. Willow doesn't really sing. That is everyone. Pretty much everyone sings. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we're missing Lil J. My favorite song. What do you What do you think? Oh, the favorite song of Teeks would be. Hmm. Uh. Oh, is it? Um. Thingamajig. You know. Uh. I'll never tell. Nope. You'll um, never guess because his favorite song isn't even a song. What? My favorite song has got to be It Must Be Bunnies. Uh, <laughs> son of a bitch, Tease. <laughs> Which is a song sung by Anya, saying it must be bunnies causing it. Of course, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's part of I've Got a Theory. It's just a small part of a song. Oh, Teeks, you're my favorite. Anyone tries to figure out, everyone tries to figure out what happened and when dawn steals a talisman from the magic box she is summoned to the bronze where the singing demon is we find out that it was actually xander who conjured the demon he just thought there would be cool singing he didn't mean for anyone to get hurt also buffy accidentally sings that she would think she was in heaven (laughs) whoops again let it slip yeah i mean yeah accident at the end buffy and spike kiss overall I give this episode 10 out of 10 yeah obviously so i think i mean there's no like it doesn't there's no freaking redonkulous there sure so i'm guessing this was just before yeah 6 december 2014 that sounds early that sounds i think a lot of this was from 2015 yeah so yeah just (laughs) no discussion of because i i really feel like this has to be like this is one of my favorite episodes from season six and of all all time time. yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's probably in the top half of something (laughs) 
like top in the top half, half of the favorite, seventh episode. Favorite episodes from all the seasons. Yes. <laughs> oh, delightful. Yeah. I really appreciate and am so impressed with how much plot they managed to cram into this yeah. fucking musical episode. Right? It's very, very plot relevant. Incredibly plot heavy. Well, I guess part of that is, you know, you have to be planning this episode a lot further mm-hmm. in advance. And the songs, because it's a musical, have to be plot relevant. Yeah. And then, so they had to have planned the first six episodes of this season in such a way that, like, everything was sort of coming to a head here. And, mm-hmm. like, people had enough secrets. <laughs> Gotta expose all those secrets. Yeah. It's all good those, times. Expose those seeks. Nope. Hate that. Yeah. Nope, not at all. Good. Okay. Good. What do we have coming up next time on Buffy? The next episode is called Tabula Rasa. Oh, clean slate. <laughs> yes. Uh, Buffy gets a job as a teacher so she can keep all those slates clean. <laughs> hey, hey, you looking forward to seeing a loan shark? <gasps> it's the only other fucking thing, you know? Here we go. No, I know several other <laughs> things about this season. Oh, yeah, There's yeah. a wedding. Yeah. And then some bad stuff. Yeah, there's some bad stuff around yeah, a, a couple of the characters. Yeah, and some other bad stuff. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking of those as two different episodes. Sure, yeah. there's a bunch of bad things. There's a bunch of bad things right. that happen. Okay, so, I mean, that, oh, that's a lot later in the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you don't like, know anything until then, I guess. Right, but Lone Shark. Lone Shark. Yeah, he also works at the school. No, he's he a doesn't. Teacher. <laughs> it's Don's school, obviously. Oh, Don's <laughs> so embarrassed. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like I recognize the the episode name not just because it's like a a popular yeah. phrase yeah but also like this is a famous episode right we're gonna have some more fun yeah oh yeah yeah like it's not super downhill from here oh no yeah not at all okay and then like later on in the season it goes really off a cliff yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay fantastic i mean we still gotta get the hashtag amy rat going at some point right? oh my god <laughs> do we though yeah <laughs> Oh, they'll have to fucking deal with that, and she's going to be so mad. I'm sure it'll be fine. Okay. Well, Tabula Rasa Mm -hmm. sounds like a fantastic time. Looking forward to that. You should be. (laughs) Until next time, our listeners can always reach out to us via email, beyondthenew.hellmouth at gmail.com. They can find all of our lovely pictures on Facebook. Uh, This episode will be going up on the Reddit, buffy.reddit.com. And if they want to reach out to us personally, they can do that on Blind, which is an anonymous corporate social network. I'm on there at See No Evil. Michaela? I'm on there at The Bringers. Mmm, mysterious. That's me. And until next time, farewell Farewell from from the the Hellmouth. Hellmouth. Hellmouth? Hellmouth.